welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. So today, unlike any other day before today, I don't have anything in front of me. No outline, no notes, nothing. I mean, my podcasts are never really scripted, but they are, um, you know, outlined. I have an order of things or of the theme that I want to talk about. But I think today um, the theme calls for me speaking from the heart. And I think I'll I'll be fine without any notes whatsoever. Um, you know, and if the sound sucks, by the way, it's because my Blue Yeti microphone decided not to work today. For some reason, it wasn't connecting. So we're just going to have to do without, just like good old days. So the, the theme of uh, of this year seems to be that 2020 sucks. That's right. I know it's not high vibe. It's not very positive. And you guys are here for me to lift your spirits. And I'm, you know, saying something negative, but it's not really all that negative because the overriding thing, the conclusion of this podcast, and I'll just lay it out right now, is that when you have hit rock bottom, you have nowhere to go but up. So there is a silver lining. There is light at the end of the tunnel, even when you can't seem to grasp that. But, you know, 2020 has been just one of those years that I just was really looking forward to. I guess because I, you know, I'm kind of like a woo-woo person, you know, and the repeated numbers, 2020 is an angel number. And I like numerology. I like these, you know, believing in these things. And it was supposed to be a good year. It's a one-of-a-kind year. We weren't going to really experience this um, in our lifetime. So I figured, why why not just believe that this is going to be the best year ever, you know? Like, we have that saying, hindsight 2020. I definitely said that, I think, in the very first podcast of this year. So, um, but it's been far from perfect. I mean, does anybody recall any other year starting with a pandemic of the plague? Because uh, I don't quite recall any other year in my entire life starting off like this year did. I started off sick. Actually, today I was at my doctor's office just for a follow-up, the like routine thing. And um, she was saying that she thinks that this this whole coronavirus thing is not new it didn't happen after China. It was already here because back in December and January, you know, December 2019, January 2020, there were a lot of people coming in. Like, you know, she said her office was literally crowded with people that had upper respiratory infections. Um, and they were being tested for the flu and the test came back negative, but they were still showing flu and cold symptoms and they were treated with the same things that you treat the flu, like Tamiflu, and it wasn't working. And you know, a lot of people were given steroids. A lot of people's upper respiratory infection turned into other things. Like some of them turned to pneumonia. You know, some people died. A lot of people died from the flu this year. They, a lot of people were saying that the flu shot didn't work. Well, it didn't work because perhaps it wasn't the flu. Perhaps it was Corona <laughs> and we were treating it incorrectly. And we just, it wasn't, you know, in our radar. So we didn't know to test for it. We didn't know what it was. It makes perfect sense because I had, I've never had, I don't get sick very often and I have never had bronchitis. And this year, I, as you guys remember, I had 
an upper respiratory infection that turned to bronchitis. And then I had to be treated with prednisone, which is um, a steroid. And it was it was horrible. Like I had no voice. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't I was coughing like this dry cough that wouldn't go away. I was sick for a long time. And usually that doesn't happen. So that was pretty crazy. And I think that that was the theme of this year for a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of you listening are like, yep, that that's right. That happened to me. It happened to so-and-so. It happened to my family. So in a way, we probably have already had coronavirus, a lot of us, and we don't even know. Um, so in that way, it is less alarming than, you know, the media seems to to make it out to be. And not to talk about coronavirus again, because I know I already mentioned it previously, but the truth is, a lot, I, I've read a lot of terrible things about how people are exaggerating and, you know, they just, you know, be calm and wash your hands and stuff. I understand, what, you know, the point, but there, there's still the issue that you can't protect yourself. There's no coronavirus vaccine. There's no shot that the people who could die from this, the, the protected class, if you will, you know, the elderly people, the people with a compromised immune system, you know, pregnant women, etc. There's nothing that they can do to shield themselves from this. And there's no treatment. It's not the same as the flu. So it is killing more people, you know, and if you catch it and you are one of those people that could die from it, there is a higher chance that you will die. And that's very scary. So if more people catch it and spread it like the plague, like it's happening, it is going to kill more people than the flu has. And that is scary. And that is why it's so important to try to avoid going into public places and taking public transportation and whatever else. It's not for us, but it's because even though we're going to be fine and we might not die from it and we might not even show symptoms, we might just have a cough or whatever it is, we could still be the reason why someone else ends up getting severely ill, if not dead, you know, <laughs> or you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a serious thing. So we should be mindful of that. Um, and so that's why people are buying all the toilet paper in the supermarket because they want to quarantine themselves. I get it, you know, and that's a good thing. If you are someone who could get seriously ill, then you should be quarantining yourself. And if you are someone who has this, you really should not be out in public until it goes away, until you're no longer transmitting it to other people. Now, back to the theme of today. Um, and for those of you who follow me on Instagram and in other places, and you know that I... I have mentioned before that I, I'm not well, right? I am battling anxiety and stress. I've had a lot of stress from work this year, you know, in, in part because just I have a big volume of cases and I'm trying to settle cases. And, and my job is really to fight with insurance companies every day, right? So wish me luck because you know how they are unreasonable. And a lot of times, you know, it just seems so ridiculous, the stuff that I have to deal with and people's lives are in danger or at risk or you know the people need treatment they need surgery they need medications all that are being denied you know they need payments wage benefits because they're out of work and not getting paid unable to go back to work in any capacity and here you know the insurance carrier likes to collect premiums but they don't like to pay it out so it's a real problem so you know when, when i have clients that are getting kicked out of their house because their landlord can no longer extend the period in which they're waiting for them to pay the rent or um you know they're late on their mortgage and now their house is going to be foreclosed on or you know their wives or husbands are leaving them because they're they've become depressed and they're you know they're not able to provide it's just it takes a toll and, and that all comes on my shoulder so I, I get I get very stressed out for other people and I get stressed out for myself also because of the time I'm only one person but in my personal life I have had a lot of crazy things happen around me and um 
part of my problem has been some of the issues that I've discussed here before, you know, the guilt, you know, I remember I, I talked about the curse of the blessed. So I have a really good life. Obviously, you guys know that you guys, you know, I travel a lot. I, I don't have children. So I have a lot of free time, you know, usually I don't right now, but I, I do in the summer get to, you know, go out, go for dinner without worrying about anything. I, my husband and I, we have, we enjoy life as much as possible. And obviously, we both are successful. And it's it's a good thing. However, on the surface, it might look like that. But again, crippling anxiety is a real thing. Um, I but but still, I feel like when I compare the things that cause me anxiety and stress with what's causing anxiety and stress on other people, I feel so guilty. I should just be grateful. My my family is okay. You know, we're all healthy, and nothing is happening to me. Um, but the problem is, I'm an empath, and I'm still struggling with being able to empathize, but not really feel as much um, as I do in terms of actually absorbing someone else's pain and feeling as if whatever's happening to them is actually happening to me. And that has been a struggle. So um, I'm not going to name names because another reason I haven't discussed this until right now is because I don't like talking about other people's lives. I don't have permission to, I, you know, um, a lot of people haven't talked to me about this because they're grieving on their own or dealing with things on their own. But, you know, I'm watching people around me lose parents to cancer. I am watching people around me have their parents get diagnosed with cancer. I'm watching people around me have their children or their child diagnosed with cancer that this child has been fighting most of his life. And then all of a sudden now get news that despite having been in remission, it has come back and it's metastasized and it's everywhere. And now the only thing left is experimental treatment that may not work. And there's only, you know, two to 12 months that this child might live. And I can't imagine being given that news, right? Um, but, uh, but I have people that I care about that are going through that right now. It's literally the most devastating thing in the world. Um, I have had friends who lost their child to an accident, um, a tragic accident, you know, to a rip current. I have had friends that, um, that are, have their in-laws, you know, suffering from a stroke and not have any savings and, and, and now not being able to work. And there's a lot of stress in the whole family trying to help them and not knowing if, if that person is going to be okay generally, if they're going to be able to watch their grandchildren grow. Um, and of course, my own husband has a lot of stress. He he is such a calm person. And actually, I want to interview him for the next podcast. So uh, you guys stay tuned because this is going to be the next podcast is going to be on anxiety um, and how to how to handle it, how he has managed it because he's such a centered person. So I don't know how people deal with so many devastating things, things that literally bring you to your knees and have you begging please that this can't be happening like the unfairness of it you know um and and, you know i am someone who really believes in the universe and i believe that there is this greater force that has a plan that's greater than what we can see and that life here is temporary it's not permanent and that is what really carries me through like the idea that we're we're not eternal you know and nobody is born with um with an expiration date like i said in my last podcast so we have no idea you know someone could be sick and might be on a timeline but you might get hit by a bus tomorrow you just don't know um 
So every second of our lives has to be enjoyed to the fullest. It has to be lived to the fullest. And time is precious and we need to prioritize our lives based on the enjoyment and time with loved ones. And sometimes it takes some of these more tragic situations to to really put that in perspective. And um, But at the same time for us who are not actually going through that but are suffering just by being bystanders, it's so hard, you know, and I I can't, like I said, I can't imagine how anybody is coping, all of, of my friends who are dealing with all of this, and if you guys are listening, I don't know how you guys are handling this, I have, I have nothing I can say that's going to take that pain away and that suffering away, other than to say that I am here for you, I feel with you, obviously I can't feel the exact way you do, because only you know how you're feeling, I can't even begin to fathom what any of you are going through. I would never want to be in your shoes. And I am I wish there was something I could do to take away that pain and that situation, you know, that was completely unforeseen your whole life. Nobody thinks anything tragic is gonna happen to them, but um but the the only good news that I can think of is that when life brings you down, you know, and strips you to your core, like you you lost everything. You lost everything that matters to you, right? Um and you're going through a really difficult situation. The only thing that it teaches you is how to, first of all, have faith that there's something beyond here, because sometimes that's the only way to cope, knowing that if you lose someone you love, you're going to be reunited with them at some point, um, and that life has a purpose, and there's meaning, and we think that life is everything, because that's all we've ever experienced, but perhaps our spiritual selves are much more important than what we live here. These are just lessons and then we move on to something greater and better. And I want to believe that because, you know, it makes my life here better and it helps me cope. And if it makes my life better and it helps me cope, then I should believe in whatever the hell it is that's going to make me feel better. So that's my advice for you too. But also that there's nowhere to go but up, you know. It makes you stronger and resilient and we all have a mission here and we can't worry about things we can't change we can suffer but we can't worry because it's only going to prolong the suffering to worry before things happen and we have to have faith because staying positive really does help it helps in the moment but it also attracts i believe in the law of attraction it attracts that positive energy you know it's just like i love march madness and oh my gosh i hope it doesn't get canceled because of coronavirus there's some talk about that and that almost ruined my entire life that would really make 2020 the worst year ever but you watch march madness and you know you see games like the maryland game where you know it's not over until it's over you know when we played minnesota we were literally about to lose we were losing the entire game until we won in the last few seconds so that's true also for experimental treatments with cancer that's true also for you know for strokes and recoveries from strokes and you know job prospects if you're unemployed and if you're trying for something better for a change in your life or you know if you're trying to get pregnant and it's not working all those things it don't lose hope it's not over until it's over right and when don't worry about it until that happens enjoy each moment because if you don't then you're gonna miss out on the moment that you do have with the people you love and the moment that you are here able to enjoy it it's all you can do right and find people that are going through similar things bond together because even grief is better shared everything is better shared you have to share you have to talk about it 
Uh, isolation is the worst thing you can do. I know a lot of people are isolating right now because they don't want to contaminate others. Like I just said, it's very important to do. But still talk, text, call, email, I don't know, post, see other people's posts. Um, I'm learning that on my own. I try to internalize a lot because I, I don't I don't feel comfortable putting on like putting my stress onto others. But here I am doing that on you right now and telling you guys all everything that I'm going through. And I've had panic attacks recently. Um and you know, I know people in my own family who's who are battling crippling panic attacks, you know, to the point of having to get medical attention for it. So I just I'm just letting you know that don't feel bad that others have it worse than you and you, you know you feel guilty that your life is so good and you shouldn't be feeling the way you do feelings are feelings pain is pain you know it's real and the source of it sometimes there is no source you know and the feelings might be the same it, the, the the impact is the same the outcome is the same it's very crippling um so forgive yourself and accept the stage of your life for what it is and try to live life to the fullest if you can, you know, in that moment, try to not worry about something before it happens. Just do all you can to maximize the outcome of your of, of what you're trying to achieve and your goal. That's that's all any of us can do. And remember that if you do hit rock bottom, if you do lose everything, you still need to stay alive because there is nothing worse that can happen to you than what already has and you have nothing to lose and everything to gain and there's nowhere to go but up when you're down so that is all we have for today thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey i am camilla your high vibe advocate looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on instagram at highvibeadvocate and as always looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel see you next wednesday